Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with fellow Ramsey personality and great friend Jade Warshaw. (laughs) And we are taking your calls, America. Free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. So give us a call. All right, up next, we have Alexandra on the line. Hey, Alexandra, welcome to the show. Hi, Hi, Rachel and Jade. How are you? We are doing great, doing great. How can we help? Okay, so I'm in a bit of a situation here. Um, so we we purchased a, well, okay, so we closed on our house um, on the 24th of August. Ah, congratulations. And, <clears throat> thank you. Um, I don't know how we got it, but we went in with all we had, um, kind of desperate, just wanted to get out of a $2,100 rent. Well, and okay. Now, yep, and then we're at a $1,400 mortgage now. Um, first time home buyers, <clears throat> we've been together since sixth grade. Um, we're 37 years old. We have two um, kindergartners that just started, the twin boys. Oh. So um, this is our situation. We closed. We moved. So we're, uh, I think, about two hours north um, from his previous job. And I say previous because two weeks after we closed, he lost his job. Oh, man. Uh, so no, oh, no shoot. Yeah, no fault of his own. It was just, you know, a car that was given to him so that he can drive to work. He was doing that, you know, obviously every day. Um, And so now he didn't have a transportation to get there because I need the car to bring the kids to work, to to school, because they just started school this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's he's unemployed right now. Um, This is my husband. But I'm, I'm... I'm so scared because, mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping that he can get into something, right, very yeah. soon. Uh, we were able to make, so we closed in August. Our first um, mortgage payment was on the 1st. We were able to make that, so we sent it out. That's done. And it's $1,400, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now we're having to pay again, you know, on the 1st. Yeah. Um, we only have like $1,600 in savings. Um the big thing is if he, so we're, we're hoping he can get into this new job next week. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a, a pay cut. Um, so it'll be at 62 a year. He was mm-hmm. earning more, closer to 80 a year. Okay. But now we're out in the country, farm life. This is what we wanted. This is what we get. He's going to get paid less. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so he's down at 62. Um, can you make, is, can you pay all the bills with him at 62? I think we can because if we were already doing it then and, and, and yeah, he was making more, but we were spending much more. And then now I'm like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, so we can. I know we can. Okay. Um, but this is the thing. Let me get to it quick. Um, the RV. We have an RV that is 30K, a note of 30K on it, and the payment is 400 bucks a month. Um, I don't know what to do to it, with, with it because we're just, <laughs> just parked in our land here. And in, it's a 2017. We got it desperately in uh, 2021 because mm-hmm. we were needing to get out of an apartment that we were living in. And <clears throat> the house that we had, you know, we were trying to get into at that time, it, the, the sale didn't go through. So so that I won't have to release, you know, another yeah. contract. We just went to a campground. And so we got the, we got the RV and then we just kept... Um, house searching we found the house and then so here What's, we still have it what can you what, what can you sell it for yeah i don't 
know, to be honest. Um, I'm sure it's going to be less than what we owe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll take a hit on it. But, but you're just trying to stop the payments and stop the depreciation from taking it. Yeah, so you we, guys we don't have hit. any late payments on it. We were able to make that last month, but this is the month right now coming up. This yeah. one in November is the one that's going to hit us. It's going to, I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, because, when will you know, you know if your husband has the job? Um, he will find out Monday. And okay. and I think, and I want to go with a 90%. They're going to take him on. Yeah. Okay, so, good. Yeah. And so it's going to be a pay cut, you know. Um, yeah. So, so I want but, you, the first thing I want you doing um, is you've got a lot going on and I can tell by the way you're telling the situation, it's like, you're just like in this and you're just keep keeping going. Um, and I want to kind of clear your head a little bit tonight. When you get off the phone, you guys sit down Run, run the numbers, use every dollar, open up every dollar budget. If you don't have it, Austin will get it to you. And I want you to run the numbers for your paycheck and his paycheck at the 62,000, all right? Then I want you to run the numbers just in case he doesn't get this job and go, what do we need coming in the house yep. to make sure we're able to fill? Because once you have those numbers in your head, uh, Alexandra, you're gonna feel so much better because at least you'll know what the real numbers are, what the anecdote is, and then you'll be able to make a game plan going forward. What I really want to hone in on, and I think Rachel will do a good job with this too, is I want you guys, there's a lot of desperate moves going on. Everything is, oh, we got desperate and we had to do this. And then we got desperate and we had to do this and we got desperate. And the chain here, the the pattern that's happened is when you guys get desperate, you do, you make bad choices. And I want that, that's got to stop today. So what that looks like is, it, in the here and now, making a plan for the here and now, but not only that, but going forward, I want you guys to be on a plan with your money so you know what your goals are, you know what's going, you know what's coming down the pike and you're in control and you're happening to your life instead of everything around you just happening yeah. to you guys and you're reacting and you know, you're on the balls of your feet all the time. Um, that's got to change. And I think that a plan for your money is going to help you. Have you ever heard of Financial Peace University? Um, so, no. Um, just recently, I started listening to you guys. Yeah. I, to be honest, I grew up, <laughs> I want to say, in the ghetto, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I never had money in my life. My Both my mom and dad just worked just to yeah. take care of five of us, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, I just grew up, you know, working and paycheck to paycheck, you know, rent, yeah. rent, 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 all my life until we were finally able to get this. And it was through an FHA. That's why I say we mm-hmm. got in. <laughs> yeah, lucky to get it. But so, you know, here we are. We're so happy. We have a nice little house. Sure, you know, sure. But it, but it. also, you're so happy. But you're also very stressed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we yep. want you to see is, and Jade's exactly right, being proactive with your money versus reactive. And you just said it. And I think the way we grow up with money is a huge part of our story. And that's what was modeled for you. Um, but now the beautiful thing is now you get to change that. So Alexandra, stay on the line. Austin's going to pick up, and we're going to give you every dollar premium, which is our budgeting app that will will attached to your checking account it will and you guys will be able to bring in transactions you'll be able in real time to be budgeting Mm -hmm. your expenses which jade was saying and we're going to give you financial peace university which is our nine lesson course and you and your husband Mm -hmm. you guys need to learn how this stuff works and alexandra i'm going to warn you it's going to feel uncomfortable yeah you said you're new to all of this and when you you have to get to this point and you're there. I feel it in your in your voice and why you called is you're not happy with your current situation. What you guys have done that led you up to this point. Yes, he lost his job unbeknownst to him. I get it. Stuff yeah. has happened. You are not happy with where you are, which means you have to change what you've been doing. And change is hard, Alexandra. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be doing some painful things that are going to feel uncomfortable because they're new, but they're the right 
things to be doing. We are the best in the business at getting people in control of their money. So listen to the plan, follow the plan, don't stray from it. And so looking at your numbers, getting facts on paper is going to give you some breathing room. You're probably gonna be selling the RV. You guys may have to take a second job in order to to float the bills for for the next month, which which is okay. Hopefully he gets his job and you guys are on track. But you guys got to get your crap together together because you're going to end up in the same place again. But we believe you guys can do it. You can. You can. You got to make the change. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We are taking your calls, America, at 888-825-5225. Next, we have Tracy N. Phoenix. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. How can we help? Yeah, this really is going to take a lot of stress off of me. Um, So I have a situation where I just moved from Georgia and I have a home there that's paid off. Um, It's probably worth, we haven't appraised it yet, but it's probably worth between $280,000 and $300,000. I moved to Phoenix and I live in an apartment um, and I'm currently, um, you know, just trying to get my credit score up and I'm actually working with the lender so I can purchase a home here. Um, now I have the down payment, um, the 20% to buy a home here and me selling my house in Georgia has nothing to do with me purchasing here. Oh, wow. And so my question is, yeah. So my question is, um, should I sell my home in Georgia and use some of that um, money to make the payment lower and to bring it, you know, the house down in Phoenix a little bit lower and then possibly buy a second home here as a rental and put the other half maybe on that home? Or should I leave that house in Georgia as a rental property? Sell it. Yes. (laughs) Sell it. I would say... Unanimous. Yep, unanimous. Sell it. And I would put everything of that home, Tracy, um, that 300 to the home in Phoenix. I would not look at a second property until that house is completely paid off. Do you have other debt? Um, I do. That's the thing. I, I just recently paid off a lot of credit cards, but I do have about 158000 in student loans. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I feel like you're yeah. jumping the gun a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we may have a different Tracy. plan for you, Tracy. <laughs> um. well, we, have, we have no other debt. It's me and my husband combined. We make about 195 k That's good, great. Good for you guys. Um, can I tell you my plan? Can I tell you the Jade yeah. plan plan? <laughs> this is what I would do. I would sell the, no, no matter what you do, you're selling the home in Georgia. That's 
we got to get rid of it. You don't live there anymore. And so it's just going to be... Can I be, ask one, well, one number question to help your sure. argument? Hey, how much how much is the 20% down? How much cash do you have saved in the 20%? Because we're going to add that to all this. The 20%... Well, yeah. I have about 25, which actually is really not the 20%. It's the 5%. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Um, how much is it? 25,000? I, I could, I could, yeah, it's about 25, but I could access it through my husband's 401k. No, 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 no. We don't do that. How much cash, Tracy, do you have saved? 25,000? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, you and, go, and now I do have another question. So you've got 25,000 saved. Is that the only non-retirement money you have lying around or do you have other non-retirement savings? I have no other non-retirement money. Okay. This is what Jade would do. I would, like if Jade and Sam woke up in your shoes t- tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, Sam, okay. I think we should sell the house in Georgia, pocket, you know, take home 280,000. And then with that money, I would knock out the student loans and then I would put the rest with the 25,000 that you have saved towards a down payment. Now, my next question is that I want to do that, but now let me go back because you need savings. You need three to six months of savings before you buy a house. Yeah, so, you'll, she'll end up with about 155000 Yeah. $155,000. So I would put some in savings. Mm-hmm. Three to six months of yep. expenses. And how much would that be if you were to rough that out, Tracy? Um, monthly expenses yeah like basic basic budgeting um, expenses let's just say 4k with the kids tuition per month yeah okay, okay. so around twenty five thousand for six yep. months okay so we got we got a hundred and forty three thousand dollars to put mm-hmm. towards a house and look at that and you're, and debt, you're debt free, free. with savings wow look at that come yeah. on tracy are you doing a happy that's dance that's fun. great <laughs> I am doing the happy dance. See, some people are saying you should never sell a house that's paid off, number one. No, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and then some people... If it was your primary home, Tracy, if that was your primary home and you're still living in Georgia... That's different. That's one thing. But you're being a long-distance landlord. You have an asset, which is amazing, but you also have liability, which is your debt. And so Mm -hmm. you're able to clean all that up, still get a great house in Phoenix with an emergency fund in place. Like, you're going to be good to go. Um, and you're going to have a lot more peace than trying to finagle all of this stuff. So mm-hmm. you're starting on really, really solid ground, Tracy. I mean, like you're, this is, it's amazing. What Excellent. kind of, uh, the houses that you're looking at in Phoenix, considering you have $143,000 left to, to uh-huh. what, how much are the houses you're looking at? Like 538. High 30s? No, 538. Oh, five, 538. Okay. And so when you do go to buy a home, let's go over these parameters because we want to make sure that it's, it works out for you. The way we would teach and the way that, you know, I've always bought my homes is 15-year fixed mortgage where the payment's no more than 25% of your take-home pay. That's what we're looking for. So if you can do that with the down payment, which you shouldn't have any trouble, yeah. um, but that's what you're shooting for. But the 15-year fixed rate is really where, that's the one where people are like, nah, can I just do the 30 it's like the goal here is to pay things off and to get that ultimate freedom of debt freedom. So that's why we'd say 15 year fixed and you might get a better interest rate as well um, by going that route. But is that what you're planning to do? Yeah. Um, the interest rates right now are like 8%. Aren't they high? I don't know if I. Yes. Yeah. They they're higher. They're yeah, yeah. Most definitely. For sure. For sure. But the 15 year, you'll get a better rate. Yeah. But Jade is saying versus the 30. So. Okay. Yeah. So Tracy, okay. I mean, that's, yeah, that's exactly the the road we would take. And it just sets you up that, and you guys make great money. 
you know, you'll have about three fifty left on the mortgage mm-hmm. to be paying off, but you're mm-hmm. making two hundred. So you guys have this fine. house paid off. Uh, you know, on average, we find people pay off their house in seven years, seven to ten years, and it's it's amazing. And you guys are going to be just trucking along with not debt, no debt, and just yeah, it's going to be amazing. So. Love uh, it. Glad you called in, Tracy. Glad you called in. All right, we got Peyton up next in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, Peyton, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jade. How are you? We're doing great. How can we help? So I'm on baby step two. I have paid off $30,000. Yay, nice. Our car left. I'm sorry, you have a what? $1,000 so, car left? 30000 Perfect. 30, we are cheering, Peyton. Sorry, we missed, we missed the number. No, thank you. Um, I have an $8,000 settlement coming in within the next four to six weeks, and that will put me right side up on the car because it's worth about $23,000. Okay. And I was wondering, I could pay it off by May, or I could sell it and be debt-free as soon as I get the settlement. Um, What would your decision be? Because I know Dave always says, if you can pay it off within two years and you love the car, you can keep it, fight for it. Yeah. Um, how much are you? How much do you make a year? Uh, One hundred eight thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, I would keep it. You're fine. I think the numbers are fine. Yeah, I think you could pay it off even sooner. Honestly, Peyton. Yeah, I mean, you'll have the eight k in cash to dump at it. That's great. Because, yeah, that's what I do. Okay, I don't know if it changed anything. I have a old beater Jeep that is worth maybe a thousand dollars, but take me three to four thousand dollars to get it daily drivable. Um, would you still just uh, keep the car and just pay it off by May or sooner? I think that part's up to you at that point. If I, that, I, I mean, honestly, I think that's totally up to you. It depends. Like, obviously the, I'm guessing the Jeep is not as in as good a shape as a $30,000 car, but it really just depends on the picture of your life that you want going forward. Okay. Either, either, either way is fine. Right, yeah, well, yeah, you're going to get it paid off. The, the numbers aren't so lopsided mm-hmm. that we're like, oh my gosh, get this car out of here, Peyton. You know, because you're able, yeah, you're able to pay it off mm-hmm. within six months, which is amazing. Uh, but if you're not attached to the car, and if Peyton, we get a lot of people on this show and they're like, get me out as soon as possible. Yeah. I'll throw two grand at this Jeep, get it fixed up, mm-hmm. and I'm great driving it around and I'm happy and it's mm-hmm. awesome. If that's what you want to do, do that and be out of debt. Yeah. You know, and, and, Four weeks after yeah. you fix the Jeep, you can do that. But also that this car payment or this car loan, it's not absolutely going to kill you. You mm-hmm. you make great money. You're going to be able to pay it off and you'll be completely debt free after that, uh, which is just well on your way. So, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm with Jade. That one, that one's in your court, Peyton. But uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Ecclesiastes 7, 12. The protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. It's kind of a tongue twister That's there, deep. Jade. Yeah. That's deep. I'm going to have one. to marinate on that one. <laughs> and Frank said, people can tell you to keep your mouth shut, but that doesn't stop you from having your own opinion. Okay. I like that. That's like that. Great. So good. All right. Up next, we have uh, Paige in North Dakota. Hey, Paige. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, my question is, or I guess uh, my husband doesn't want to try and budget. Every time I bring it up, it's this big fight about who spends most money on the most 
worthless things. And I don't know <laughs> how to handle that. It's mm. beyond that. It's mm. the tip for tat game. You did this. Yeah. Well, I did that. Well, you do this. So how are mm-hmm. when when these conversations come up, let's kind of retro back a little bit. When these conversations have come up, have they come up in the heat of the moment? Or has it been like, hey, honey, or hey, boo, whatever you call your spouse, I want to sit mm-hmm. down and talk. Here's what I'd like to talk about. You know, um, is it that sort of thing? Or is it just like um, this is happening out of the heat of a moment of a, somebody opening up a bill for something? I, I wouldn't say it's normally like the heat of the moment, but it's always like when we go paycheck to paycheck, week after week, you always scrape in the barrel. And then I'm like, hey, can we try this? And then he like gets super mad about it. And then it's just paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. You just want to break that cycle. Um, yeah. Part of it, I think I think part of it's how you approach it. I think that if instead of uh, attacking the conversation as we need to stop doing this, you know, we're just living paycheck to paycheck, you know, that we've got to start getting on a budget. I think if you kind of approach it in the way of um, I'm really I'm really worried and I'm really scared and I've just been noticing like my anxiety is going nuts. And I think it's because we're overspending. I think it's because we are not on the same page and I'd really like to be on the same page. What does that look like to you? Like I'd kind of throw the ball in their court of like, what do you think that looks like? And that way it's not you saying, not necessarily coming in saying, this is what we need to be doing, but just opening up that conversation. Mm-hmm. Have you tried that? I have tried that. And I've suggested a few different things like, hey, we put both our paychecks into the joint account for bills and such. You can put X amount, I'll use like $300 for an example, into your own personal account to spend it on what you want, you know, gas station, whatever. And then once you go past that, you can't dip into the... Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Paige, already, fun. can yeah. I say this? Already, it's becoming yep. a Paige is telling. What's your husband's name? Or if you don't want to say, well, Bob. Uh, Bob. We'll call him Bob. We'll call him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's already you almost in a maternal role of, okay, we're going to put your money here and you can't do this and this, this, this. It, it, it is still this hierarchy of you being the okay. kind of a, authority in a sense. And so, the goal would be just to paint you a picture is that you are both a team. Mm -hmm. You both are equal in this. He has as much say in this as you do. You have as Mm -hmm. much say as he does. And it's you guys together saying, Oh yeah, this and this and this and this versus one telling one Mm -hmm. what to do, if that makes sense. And so, um, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And I would say this too, with an asterisk, there's naturally always going to be more of the nerd Mm -hmm. and there's naturally always going to be the free spirit. So like, Winston forever will love Excel and love the budget and love painting out what investments of this, this, this more than me, which is funny because this is my job and this Mm -hmm. is like what I do every day. But he actually is more of the numbers and thrives on that and more of the saver than I am. Mm -hmm. So he won't change who I am, but the way we approach our money together can still be as a team. So always know that you still will have your own personalities. He may never just love the budget like Paige does Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But as long as you're both in it together, that's going to be the goal. So I would want to know, do you, do you know his hesitation? What, what it is that he kind of pushes back against and why, or why he pushes back against it? I think he likes to 
kind of be in control a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's always brought back that before we even got together, I had no problem, mm. you know, with my money. But so he's trying to kind of make kids, it. You're the blame. You know, kids are the yeah, blame. But like, live or like, our lives have changed since we met. You know, sure. We live in a different place, and yeah. things are more yeah. expensive, and two yeah. kids to do through daycare, and yep. So I would ask him then back just to keep the conversation going. So I think Jade's point's really good. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to hear from him. And so like, okay, so you're saying that before all of this, you were, you know, you you didn't have money problems, which to a degree, duh, because you didn't have all these expenses, right? right. That's what we're all thinking. <laughs> but also what, what were you, what did you have in place that worked really well? Because he That's may good. have his own way of doing stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see uh, that maybe you actually could implement. And so I think, again, okay. it's going back to this, like, it's this team mentality, which yeah. I know is so easier said than done, Paige, because we're about to get off the air here in five minutes and, and go home. And yeah, I know you're sure. the one that's having to have these conversations. But as much as you guys can sit down and say, gosh, I feel like this is pinning us against each other. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. we can't be against each other. Like, we are in this together and we both want to win. Like, like yeah. no one wants to choose to have a stressful, anxious life and marriage. And so, and no to, one's trying to say whose fault it is. Like, yep, like yeah, if definitely. you and Bob can both agree, this the problem is it's us. It's us. Like yeah. we're we're paycheck to paycheck. Both of us don't like that. Both of us would love to get to a point where we've got savings and you know we we're out of debt. Like if you guys can surround that and yep. like lock arms around that, and I, I, that's where you're going to move forward. Yeah, and sometimes Paige, okay. especially with guys, it's kind of a stereotype, so it may not be true for him. <laughs> But I have found like when you can put numbers and actual facts instead of just ideas and theories of cutting back and Mm -hmm. all this, when you actually see numbers down, sometimes it helps because you can actually blame the numbers instead of blaming each other. And so I would just say, hey, one night, like after dinner, can we please, will you, and just ask them, can you, will you just give me an hour and I want to pull out the bills and I just want to look and like, what if... I just want to and, and help me do it, right? Bring mm-hmm. him in. That you're Paige isn't mm-hmm. bringing everything, and Paige isn't telling what the numbers are. Together, we're having a conversation. So, will you just sit down because I want to know, like, okay, what are you spending on gas? And you guys just make this puzzle mm-hmm. and lay out the numbers and kind of just do a mock budget together. Again, try. I don't want it to be conflict filled or tension filled. This is just bringing numbers to the table, uh, okay. and, and let that be a starting point because mm-hmm. I think sometimes. In our heads, things can be magnified. In our heads, things can be isolating. There's so much that if we just keep up in our head and in our mind, it just can go sideways. And Mm -hmm. when things are down and you're looking at actual facts and looking at actual numbers, sometimes, not always, but sometimes that kind of like diffuses Mm. the tension um, because you see that. And then from there, you know, look at the tactical. And then also if, if it's going well that night or maybe it's another night, dream and just say hey what would it look like in five years what does our life look like how old are our kids what grade are they going to be in Mm -hmm. where do we want to be like just start to like have this vision of where you guys want to be as a family and there's something about being proactive in that that is so inspiring than just living life paycheck to paycheck month to month and you look up and it's been five years and you don't know where you know you don't Mm -hmm. know where you're going Mm -hmm. and so Having that, I think, is really key too, Paige. But just know you're not alone in this. This is one of the biggest problems we hear from people is that one spouse is on board and wants to do this and another isn't. So you're not alone in it. And also, we've heard so many couples on our debt-free stage say, gosh, I wasn't on board. I thought y'all were crazy. And and then finally, we all I got on board and together we did this. So even couples who win 
start out where you guys are. So have hope, Paige, that this can change. It it really can. But I think it's really the way you approach it. Don't be the mom. Definitely don't be the mom. Have a humble spirit about (laughs) it. Um, But bring, you know, this conversation. It's a conversation to be had. It's not pointing fingers. And and blame even this picture of put the numbers out in front of you Mm -hmm. and like lock arms and like, it gets us against you numbers mm-hmm. like you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not us against each other so yeah, it's good uh, it's powerful Paige that's a it's a big part of winning is you and your spouse and just for the sake of your marriage not just your money for the sake of your marriage I pray that um, that this brings you guys together so thanks for the call Jade thanks for a, a great show today it was good always fun always fun thanks to the guys in the booth to make it happen thanks to the audience that came out today to Nashville to watch the show live. We appreciate you guys and we appreciate you, America, for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.